I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. And we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcast. Plus also as well, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Also, of course, go ahead and check out Joe Soro later this week for his Lakers nightcap after the Thursday night's game. He will be there for Lakers nightcap. Will LeBron be there? That's a question we're going to be asking ourselves here in a couple seconds. But yes, join Joe Sorrell, a.k.a. Oxide247 at LakersBall.com and Simblades, SimbladesWorldWide.com for Lakers Nightcap with Joe Sorrell. You never know, he might do a Morning Joe coming up soon. So you might get a cup of Morning Joe in the not-too-distant future. I know I have a Morning Show planned tomorrow, so looking forward to that with Alfred Esmond. I moved it over to Monday, plus also... Looking forward to Mike Anguilano stopping by. They're both going to be talking about Eastern Conference basketball and uh, talking about the NBA and the Lakers as well. Also as well, I want to go ahead and give a big shout out to Daniel Berry Sports Highlights. Yo! Also as well, Lakers in 5, Empire Jeff TV. Of course, our good friend John Costas, Lakers Corner and Clutch Talk. Of course, always our good friends out there. So please go ahead and support them if you can. Plus support us by liking and subscribing. We actually lost a subscriber because it's been so dead. So please help us out. Subscribe today to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. We need to get to 1,500. We're at 14. We need to get to 15 with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. And on Facebook, please follow us there as well. Tell you what. If you were excited for the All-Star break and you wanted some really good things to happen during the All-Star game and the All-Star competitions and all that good stuff, seemed like a run-of-the-mill All-Star weekend. Mac McClung won the slam dunk competition. Uh, as far as the three-point shooting contest, it was there. Also as well, of course, the competition for Stephen Curry. Yes, he won and all that good stuff. But for us... No, it wasn't the All-Star game that was really exciting for us because they did go over 200 points finally 
as the East beat the West 211 to 186. That's right. I almost couldn't believe it was so high. I almost had trouble saying it myself. 211 to 186 was the final score, East over West. But that really didn't matter because if you watched the game, you watched a whole lot of scoring. Our key as Lakers fans was the comments made before the game by LeBron James. And here today to discuss all those comments, including the good and the bad that he mentioned during it. Good man indeed. He is, of course, Mr. Simblades himself, the nightcap man, the cup of morning Joe. It is Joe Soro. And Joe, great to have you here. LeBron James, before the game, noted that he would love to be a Laker and hopes to end his career as a Laker, even though he knows that it's not is coming in the not-too-distant future. He said he would love to do it as a Los Angeles Laker. He said also as well that he's going to be receiving more medical attention on his left ankle. You know, the one he played for 15 minutes on tonight. All that said and done, he even talked about retirement tour, whether or not he wants to do one or not. All these questions come about as far as his comments that were made tonight at the All-Star Game, Joe. The, the Laker career is kind of to be, you know, to be continued at this point or to be announced. It's going to depend on how this year ends and then what acquisitions are acquired in the summer. If they don't win this year and then they don't retool in the summer, I'm trying to think he's going to probably play his last year as a Laker next year. That's my uh, thoughts on that. I have a hard time believing, and I, I have said this a few times, I have a hard time believing he's going to turn down $51 million unless someone is going to pay that somewhere else, which I don't see any team that would be under the cap that much to go get LeBron James. And would he want to? Let's say it's a, a team that's not going anywhere. Is he going to really want to do that? Uh, it's It's a discussion that I don't think – we're going to have to have as a, as a late, as Laker fans. If I had to guess what is going to happen, they're going to compete this year. However it ends, it'll end this summer. They're going to give it one more try. If they can get it done. Cool. Getting it done. Meaning do they get a star in his prime for the assets that they have? And are they going to make another run next year? That's, that's kind of how that will play out. And then as far as this, the Olympics, that's another thing that we have to factor in this. He has committed to that. But Same I, thing with AD if they were called upon. Yes, and and AD is, is going to be relied on a little more obvious for obvious reasons. He's younger. He's got the ability. He's got a few years left, obviously. LeBron would play the Jason Kidd role in this situation. There's enough talent that's going to play and that's going to commit already to win this. LeBron would be that guy that kind of plays as less minutes as you need him. And then still represent the United States and still bring gold at the Olympics. That's how that will likely play out. 
Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. It is Joe Sora along with me, Joe Glassford. Thanks so much for watching listening. Truly appreciate it. We're talking more about LeBron and his comments, which were infinitely more interesting than what took place in the All-Star, All-Star game as the East beat the West. Get this, 211 to 186. When it comes right down to it, Joe, uh, you know, we talked about LeBron, how much he wants to go ahead and play for the Lakers, you know, whether or not he wants to play for Lakers. He was flaunting, you know, in New York as far as the Knicks stuff, in Knicks colors, the Nick towel, you know, you saw the hourglass, all that stuff he does before the trade deadline and all that. Now he says he wants to be a Laker for the rest of his career, however short or long that may be. I don't know, Joe. I don't know. As Frank said it in the chat, and he is a Dallas Mavericks fan, but in the chat, he made a very good point. Do you think you want to go out with the two extra picks you're going to get in the summer? Do you think you now want to go all in for you know whatever it is or whoever it is that you're going to go ahead and get as far as this turn or go try to get because LeBron says he, you know, he wants to remain a Laker, supposedly? It just depends on who they're getting. It's going to be hard to make the decision if it's someone like Trey Young. Trey Young is good. He's a star. He's young. But does he move the needle uh, enough to compete for a title in 2025? That's going to depend on how you retool around AD and LeBron and Trey Young. Should he be him? Should it be him? Because you're likely going to lose Austin Reeves. D'Angelo Russell, Rui in some form there, likely two out of the three, depending on what what the asking price is. If it's an even bigger third star, someone, again, it's not going to be someone like Luca or Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is, I'm not sure why that rumor started other than to just get clicks that doesn't make any sense Luca we have to wait till 2026 for him to decide what he wants to do and my 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 thoughts on that is there's no way Dallas will ever trade him to LA even if he is on a ledge saying trade me LA, uh, trade me to LA or I'm jumping they'll let him jump so he has to make that decision to come to LA for me that right there that player is what's on my mind and as a wild card, I want to see what happens to Milwaukee this year. Does Giannis start to get antsy in Milwaukee? So this is a waiting game. This is a waiting game. You have to bide your time, let things develop, and then make the decision this summer. LeBron does not want to leave L.A. Why? Because it's a good environment for him. It's an environment he's thrived in even out, mainly outside the court. Yes. He's, he's been fine in the court, obviously. Lakers have won a championship. He's already done what he's supposed to do. But there's been some unfortunate situations, some his fault, some Rob's fault, some bad luck with injuries. The only way for him to, I guess, win legitimate titles the rest of the way is to stay the course play as long as he can here in L.A. and see if the Lakers can continue to bring talent to where they can compete. That would likely be the best thing for him to do if management was sitting 
with him, if I was sitting with him and there's history of, 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 of him jumping to the next team and it's something he doesn't want to hear again, he's better off staying here in L.A. And it's very likely that Jeannie and, and Rob will accommodate him because he is a name. He is a star. The Lakers have built their entire legacy since the Dr. Buss era on stars. Even before they came, they were about the stars. But even more so when they came because those stars actually won continuously versus the Jerry West, the Elgin Baylors, the Will Chamberlains, the Gil Goodriches. They, they they didn't win enough for the for the amount of star power they had, but then again, of course, the Minnesota Lakers did win. A lot of the people that are involved in the LA side of things are not likely going to identify that identify with that though, even though it was the same franchise. So the the the, the likelihood of this situation is going to be play out the year, see what happens, and then see what you can do to retool this summer, and then at that point there's going to be some decisions to be made. That's that's what likely is going to happen. And that's something that we still, again, have yet to see play out. Like you said, LeBron still has to pick up that $51 million option, but obviously coming off his comments today, he certainly sounded like someone who's going to pick that contract option up and stay with the Lakers because he said he wants to retire Laker. Let's go to part two of the press conference and the words that were said by LeBron and that he said because he's gotten continual uh, treatment towards the ankle, the ankle injury that he currently has, that he's always listed for on the injury reports, that he is possibly going to miss the game on Thursday against Golden State Warriors, which is three days in the future. So I ask you, my friend, why did he play today in a 211 to 186 game? Well, he didn't. He played 15 minutes. That's not really that big of a deal. So I and slam dunked. Looked pretty good. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Him missing Thursday's game doesn't make sense if he plays the following night against the uh, – who is it? Uh, blank here. Was it Washington? As far as – Friday. Yeah, or who they played on Friday? No, after they play the the, the Warriors on Thursday, it's a back to back. Yeah, it was Washington. Yes, yeah, Washington, right? Okay, yeah. good. So, if he doesn't play against Golden State and plays with Washington, you're asking yourself why. But we're going to be in the same Detroit, and we're yeah. going to be we're going to be in that we're going to be in that era. If you if you can beat the Warriors and not have to play LeBron, then you win that that Russian roulette game again. And it's irritating though, isn't it? It is because we don't, th- th- this is the first time they've been four, uh, four games over 500 in a while. I would hate to ruin this momentum that they have, even though it was broken up by the all-star game to then give it away to a team that I believe is struggling worse than the Lakers and if your your full team can can win that game sit him the next night against that, a team that's trying to tank right that's my feeling on that if the, if it's grandstanding or gamesmanship then so be it I don't mind 
him playing that we might not play uh, on Thursday and then show up and play. I prefer him to play Thursday after a week and a half off than sit the next night if that's if that's what you're trying to do. So I don't I I would say if this Lanko thing's a problem, that a real problem, then he's probably sitting the following night too. Okay. I, I, I believe I, that. just... I believe that's what it might be. Okay. And if that is the case, you're looking at him really trying to save this ankle dante he said it, i'm he sorry is... it was not washington it was it was san antonio, san antonio. I, I okay I, san antonio. I, I drew a blank because he they said, are yeah. is he said he is possibly missing the thursday game against golden state because of the constant treatment on his ankle dante just want, go ahead joe i'm sorry yeah the if he misses thursday game thursday's game i'm pretty sure he's gonna miss friday's game Against San Antonio, I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you for the correction on that. Yes. I just so that yeah. gives him an additional, what would be three days. So 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Because he missed the Utah game. And then they go to Phoenix on Sunday, come back home Wednesday, and they don't leave L.A. for uh, three weeks. Almost three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half weeks. So that's probably how it's going to play out maybe. I mean, they've surprised me before. He's surprised me before where I thought he would miss games during the year and he should be played. But if if they are trying Why is he giving you that warning though? It's like almost like he's warning Lakers fans already, you know, several days in advance. I, I don't really know why they do this. I really don't know. I wouldn't say anything. That's why Bill Belichick used to put gag orders uh, to all his assistant coaches and try to do it to the players too as much as he can because obviously some players have to do media stuff. But it's better to to not say anything. Just say, well, we're, we're, we're working on it. We'll, we'll gauge it at that point. See, and that's those are the things that I, I don't mind them not telling anybody anything. What I do want to know is what's – what's going on in practice and what's going on with the communication. But we don't get that. Of course we do get on the occasion that, <laughs> that LeBron might not play. Well, what the hell is that going to do for us here on Sunday? I don't know what that really does for anybody. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, And you are listening to the Lakers fast break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Ah, oh, so you had watched the Tomorrow War before the Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, you, I was tied into a chair, and I had to watch one thing. I would say the Matrix Resurrections. Really funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. <laughs> Well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Again, he hasn't said he's going to be officially out, but why would you even say this? Why would he even bring it up? I don't know. The same reason why, why would he put an hourglass on Twitter? And everyone going nuts, you know, the, the, and I still don't understand why people are going nuts about something so stupid. It's a stupid post. What he's wearing a, a orange uh, earring all of a sudden. Now he wants to be a Nick, like the, the stuff that people imagine in their heads. It's such a manipulative, dumb mindset. It, it's, it's, it's not even worth addressing even if it means people want to listen to that garbage i'm not gonna do it the fact that 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 even was a discussion just makes my iq drop it's so stupid now he wants to become a nick now he wants to become he wants to go to orlando to play with his son like where do you guys get this stuff from have you not watched basketball the last like 20 years 10 years however however old you are do you not watch? How many times we got to tell you? And by the way, Dante, there is no head game with LeBron. He's not that cagey. He's not that cagey. This isn't uh, Dennis Rodman getting under Alonzo Mourning's skin and Alonzo completely buying into it. No matter what Pat Riley was telling Alonzo Mourning, stop taking the bait. Couldn't help himself. It's just it's, kind of it's just discouraging, it's a waste man. Of energy, and this is the kind of garbage. This is the this is the the kind of garbage that 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 just accelerates the the dumbness of everything in life, sports, whatever. Just if you want tabloid garbage, go go read TMZ. Go go buy a magazine, the, the In Touch magazine, and go read stuff there. It's it's a, they're disgusting. There's, it's disgusting trash. Or go watch uh, news channels like Fox News and CNN. Those are trash. These are trash, garbage things that you infect your mind with. My sister, I love my sister to death, but she watches these Beverly Hills garbage crap, the housewife stuff. And I keep telling her, well, it's entertaining. I go, I know it's entertaining, but it's it's you don't get it. it it's it's subconscious. It feeds garbage to your brain. You gotta, you gotta get that out of your like. You, you, you think it's entertainment? It's not. It's infecting you. That's what all this is. It's infecting you from focusing on the stuff that matters. LeBron James plays basketball in the NBA. These guys are NBA stars. A lot of these guys. And I want to focus on the game, the, the stuff that matters. I want to focus on some guy's Twitter or some guy's freaking whatever the hell he's doing on the on the weekends. I don't give a shit, okay. I don't care. I don't want to know these people. 
I'm a Laker fan. I care about the Lakers. Even though Jeannie would piss us off or Rob doesn't do it's still the Lakers. It's still Dr. Buss's Lakers. So what what is there to talk about beyond that? Let's talk about the game, what this team is likely going to do here in the next few months, and what they plan on doing in summer. Because if there's one thing that doesn't ever die out is there's always a plan for the Lakers to get something to win. Whether they do it or not, that's always the question. More often than not, they've done it. So at least get entertainment out of that. I would like to focus on that because that's what I want to focus on because that's real. That actually produces results or it doesn't. It's just, yeah. it's, it's it. It's There's nothing else really in the end to talk about. We're, I watched an all-star game tonight that, you know, it, 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 it's just, what do you do with, can, can you just make it competitive? Can you guys have some pride? If you don't want to play LeBron, you don't want to play Kawhi, fine. I remember a game where Kobe got in for 10 seconds and then he sat down. That was it. It's fine. It's okay. It is an exhibition game. But how about when the guy, the young guys, you know, the Shea Gilgis's and, and the Trey Young's and these, how about creating something there? You guys are young. You know, it's okay. You guys can compete a little bit. Make it, make it kind of worth you're there for 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 48 minutes might as well make it make it kind of competitive a little bit i'm not saying play uh the 2008 or 2004 pistons defense but can you not just olay every layup I mean, it's just i don't know i don't understand the mindset but in the end the stuff we're talking about right now is probably what's infected all these guys everything is needs to be easy or some kind of subliminal passive aggressive type thing so we're all you know whatever it's it just, just gets harder it just gets harder joe it, because you and lebron for those people out there who defend lebron because he comes up with these statements now he talks about retirement tour and all that but that's great but but then he talks about oh i, I think i'm going to be missing the golden state game possibly and it's just like it's irritating, Joe. It is, it is irritating, and the problem is... It gets tiring. It really gets tiring. It is tiring. tiring. It is tiring, and it's why there. if you if you go back in the logs the last couple of years, we've I've been critical of LeBron in a lot of things because he's not the kind of personality I identify with. I don't like passive-aggressive types. I'm, I've worked with them. I can continue to work with them, but... It's hard because how do you can how do you communicate with that person? Someone's gonna tell you what's up versus someone who's going to passively get around it. It's just not it's not it's it's a it's a bad connection. But what am I gonna do? The guy's an amazing basketball player, plays for the Lakers. I ha- I have to accept this is a unique situation. I have to accept who he is because he is phenomenal. But the problem is that mindset of that passiveness that this culture in general has is it's all due to the fact that no one wants to get criticized. No one wants to create any drama that's direct. They want to create drama in some kind of other way. I don't know what that is other than what it is. I don't know what it is. And I, I, I try, I'm trying not to think about it. I'm trying to focus on... Let's let's see how this plays out this coming week and obviously the rest of the season. And then at that point, 
carry it from there. We're, we're going to definitely have enough material to talk about. That's for sure. Don't we ever, my friend. Don't we ever. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Sorrell, a.k.a. the guy you know as Ox1947 from LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check him out today. His company, if you want some synthetic turf in your life and you are in the Southern California area, Simblades, SimbladesWithAY.com. And you know he's been doing shows lately. Couple morning, Joe, and also as well coming up on Thursday night, Lakers nightcap with Joe Sorrell. Want to thanks everyone for watching, listening. Truly appreciate it. If you haven't liked and subscribed already, please do so so you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. So, Joe, part three of his conversation touched on a possible retirement tour a la Mike, a la Kobe. Pondering whether or not to do it, if it's in good taste, if it's not. I personally don't like these retirement tours. I just like it when they just, you know, finish their last game, hang up their sneakers, and they're done. But that's just me. I mean, that's just a preference. If it's your preference for a retirement tour, by all means, I respect that. But your thoughts, my friend, on his comments on a possible retirement tour whenever that final year comes. Doesn't really matter to me. I don't care. Okay. Those things can get really gaudy. Kobe, gonna... Kobe, Kobe announced his uh, month or so into the season in 2015, the 2016 season. Cap called it before the season started. Magic obviously didn't. Uh, Tim Duncan, I don't think Tim Duncan did, from my recollection did he announce it or did he just leave no he just he, tim duncan it. in fact so tim duncan actually, did. Yeah. yeah that's that's exactly was the phrase he said he's not sure if he's going to do a retirement tour or or he's going to tim duncan it yeah and then what other great player i mean Shaq played on so many other teams in the end he was he, he ended up retiring wearing that sewage green turd jersey for some yep. weird reason i don't know why he did that Dwayne wade Okay, yeah, Dwayne Wade did. Dirk, Dirk did. Uh, I, I don't give it. I really don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care whether they announce. I know, it or but not. if we have to I follow it, find it hard. See. I find it hard to believe that LeBron won't have one. I'd say if you have, if you ask me that question, I would be more surprised if he didn't. Than You're he right. Didn't. I'm not going to tell you LeBron, if, if, if anyone cares about LeBron on this planet. It's Mr. James. Yes. That guy loves himself. And I don't think I've ever heard anybody tell him that. That would be, everybody's too fixated on the decision or, you know, the first time in Cleveland or his uh, whatever discussions off the court or whatever. And I'm listening. I'm like, guys, when are you going to ask this guy why he loves himself so much? That's the good question. That'd be the perfect question to ask LeBron. And it would be perfect now in the next year or two, however, you, whenever he makes the announcement that he's going to retire. So, so LeBron, um, we kind of all knew you were going to have a final tour here. And are you happy and really happy about yourself? Like, could you possibly love yourself any more than you already did? What's your comment on that, Mr. James? Touch of narcissism, perhaps. He would have he would have 
some kind of passive answer to that. I don't, I don't think he'd know. I don't think he'd know how to answer that question. I think he'd kind of maybe feel insulted, but not know really how to answer it too. It's not. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it not happening. There's no way. Uh, so I, I, that's kind of how I go about. It. That's how I look at it. The you would be surprised if he says he doesn't want a retirement tour and just. I would retires. be shocked if he didn't make an announcement. It's not about the gifts. It's about the attention. Uh, someone who called, and this was way before. I always used to laugh. Uh, he'd use the word humble a lot. That was that was always his go-to word. And I'm sitting there like, he's got a tattoo that says chosen one on his back. Humble is probably not the right word to use in a, in a, in a sentence, my friend. Uh, that'd be like me saying, uh, I'm not really a big tattoo guy, but uh, I have one on my leg. Well, you have a tattoo. What do you mean you're not a tattoo guy? <laughs> Kobe announced it. I remember he announced it. Uh, what was it? I saw him in New York in November at the Garden and at Barkley. If I had not gone to those games... Had he announced his retirement before the New York trip in November of 2015, those tickets that I bought would have been five times the, the cost, if not maybe 10. So I was very thankful for Kobe to announce his retirement after that trip. I think it was a couple weeks later. It was in December, I believe. And that was, I don't think LeBron, I don't think Kobe wanted to retire when he went into the season. I think it happened while he was, around these guys it might have been right around that time when you heard about him telling everybody to take their shoes off anybody that was wearing his shoes i don't quote me on that i don't know if it was the same timeline but i think kobe being around nick young and jordan and all those guys uh what's his name i forgot his last name jordan clarkson no not jordan clarkson the other jordan the the bus from new york crawford no anyways uh farmer no, not Jordan Farmar. I mean, you're like bus from New York, Jordan. Yeah, the bus that they it was he was in the Steph Curry draft. I'll oh, find it. I'll find it. Anyways, the 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 the, the 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 scrubs on that team. I think once he's Jordan Hill. That's it, Ty. Thank you so much. Oh, Jordan okay. Hill. So the Jordan Hills and the Nick Youngs and all these guys. Power forward. Yeah, yeah Jordan Hill. And he just called it. He just like, you know what? This isn't my time anymore. It's time for me to bounce. That wasn't Kobe trying to get gifts and BS the whole year. I'm, I, if that was the case, he would have done it before then. I wouldn't say uh, Kurt actually might be have it the other way around. Uh, James Naismith might have a Laker Tom tattoo somewhere. So we'll just leave it at that. But Is once he retired? again, Barton, or is he still moving? He might be still moving. I don't know. I just, I eventually we sh- we will try to get him back on the show. But you know, Laker Tom goes in those hibernating moments right around the trade deadline when the Lakers don't do what, exactly what he wants them to do. So maybe he's a little earth right now. He's been hibernating for five months. What do you mean hibernating, Ron? Uh, just right around the trade deadline, they didn't do anything. Obviously, he's the master in, of proposing trades, and doesn't look good when that happens. So. What, what is what is guy. the definition of a master of trades? 
Nobody, nobody puts out more trade proposals for the Lakers. I should say one-sided Laker proposed trades than Laker Tom. Okay. So you might be a little upset right now, still at the Lakers front office. Never know. Uh, it's not just Gafford. Uh, it's Dejounte Murray, Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, he had a list of. Uh, remember, Draymond uh, Green was uh, was high on Gafford. his list. Gafford. Yeah, he had mentioned Gafford. We're holding on. Our, we're holding our breaths for Gafford. What has Gafford done? Talk about overvaluing a player. Jesus, I, 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 what is the deal here? What is Gafford going to be the next Jokic? What, what did I miss something? He's supposed to be back. I mean, Frank, uh, he might be doing well for you guys, or he might do well for you guys. Uh, but if that's the case, he needs to be a, for what the Dallas Mavericks, you know, got for him. He needs to start and play 30, 35 minutes. But then again, you've got Derek Lively Jr. You need to develop as well. So, but need I digress? But Joe. It is the All-Star Weekend. It has come to an end. We can now start turning our focus on the rest of the season coming Thursday, starting with the Lakers and the Warriors. Again, LeBron says he is possibly going to miss this game. It just is irritating, Joe, because, again, you look at, like you said, San Antonio on Friday, and you've got the Golden State Warriors, who are 8-2 and two in their last 10 games coming into the break coming up on thursday so i don't know he wants a couple extra days to to prepare for phoenix and the clippers and then the that that home gamut other than washington okay. fine lakers are playing a substandard team in golden state the wizards are on the 29th just so right you know. yeah uh, that's the last team that that should be that's the last team they play before they have to play a pretty good lineup we're talking about Oklahoma City, Sacramento, Denver, Milwaukee, Minnesota. Then they got to leave for Sacramento after those games, and then they'll come back to L.A. to face Golden State, Atlanta, Philly, Indiana. Then once the 26th hit, that's that's going to be another six-game road trip. It's uh, That's why it's very important that they run this next – two and a half weeks to three weeks, they got to really win like and win a lot. And then when they go play on that six-game six road trip to Milwaukee, Memphis, Indiana, Brooklyn, Toronto, and Men and, and Washington, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty – you're going from – you're going to Milwaukee, to Memphis, back to Indiana, Brooklyn, Toronto, back to Washington. It's – they're going to be zigzagging all, all two, all almost two weeks there. So they're going to earn it here. They're going to earn it. Twenty and six, if they want the fifth or sixth seed, that's what they have to play. You for. are hard and fast on that twenty and six. Yes, if you, if you can win on Thursday without LeBron, that means you can win the next night against the Spurs without LeBron. Then LeBron would have almost two weeks off. And we've seen LeBron. I noticed his his just watching him run back on defense when he has two or three days off. He's very, very, very fast. It's night and day. Yes. 
So if that's if you guys feel confident that you can beat Golden State Thursday without him, so be it. You have to beat the Spurs without him the next night. If you're competitive against the Warriors and you lose on a Steph three or something like that, I'll take it. I'll I'll take it for what it is. But you better not get your ass whooped. Don't get your ass whooped in, in, in San Francisco. That's going to piss me off, Joe. Yeah, that is that then, is really going to piss me off. Then that call becomes a problem. Now, I think it's like playing with fire, like well, we did last week. With, in with, the end, there, there might be there might be some thought that the Lakers are going to accept the fact that they're probably going to be in the plan. If that's the case, then they're probably going to go easy the rest of the way and just try to win games as much as they can, but just get into the playoffs and cross their fingers that they run into, let's just say Oklahoma City secures the second seed and you have the seventh seed. I believe the Lakers would feel very comfortable playing a young Oklahoma City team in the first round versus a Denver team or a Clipper team. I agree with you there. Right? That's probably what they're banking on. Because if they play, let's say they make the seventh seed, they have to win a freaking play-in game at that point, right? But yep, let's just say they jump do. shooting team, right? Let's just say they do. They get the seventh seed. Minnesota uh, seals the first seed. Oklahoma City gets the second seed. Lakers secure the seventh seed. Now you're looking at an Oklahoma City, uh, LA Laker first round. Let's say Denver stays in the fourth seed and the Clippers get the third seed. Now you have Minnesota playing the eight, and so on, right? So that first. That first round, let's say the Lakers upset the Oklahoma City Thunder. That means they're going to face the Clippers if the Clippers win their first round. Now they have home court for seven games. And then Minnesota is going to play Denver, more than likely. Can Minnesota beat Denver with, with, with home court? Will Anthony Edwards go to that land that everyone thinks he can go to. Lakers can beat, in my opinion, any team right now except Denver. They could change our minds if they win the next two games against them, maybe. But they have a problem guarding Jamal Murray. They have no one that can guard that guy. Well, for Golden State on Thursday, I think that uh, was mentioned regarding Clay Thompson off the bench. I don't know if we'll have a number 35, but I mentioned that he could – there's a possibility he could outscore our bench, which if you're having the kind of output that you have from our starters, is not all that bad. I mean, my gosh, look what the Lakers did last time around with their starters in both the Detroit and Utah games. That's not such a bad equation, but man, so much is going to be relying on the starters. Now that we have Torian Prince coming off the bench to everybody's delight, including my own, it's going to come to the point where we need Rui Hashimura to be consistent going forward. Now that he is, you know, now, now that the Darvin Ham has listened finally to the community and start and is starting Rui Hashimura, Rui has to now be consistently the guy that can get a 17 to 20. Do you think he can be that player for the rest of the season? Yes, his game doesn't show any signs of not dominating his 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 role. 
and you're starting to you, you, you what did we talk about when we talk about giving minutes to certain players it's about getting to a rhythm getting momentum you can't have 10 guys play regularly and and they all get enough minutes it's impossible there's only 48 minutes in a game and this team doesn't have any microwave Vinnie Johnsons. These guys have to play a certain rhythm to get their themselves going. So Rui is starting to get that. He's starting to get that he has a role and he's playing it. And, and they are giving him the minutes now. So you got to play Rui, especially if you want to save LeBron. You want to save LeBron? We're talking about Spencer Dimwitty and now Rui. Rui's going to play like this for 30 minutes. Let's just say 30. I'm not going to say 35 yet. 30. I'm cool with that, especially with Max Christie coming back and Cam Reddish. And you have Spencer Dinwiddie on the team. 30 minutes. You play Rui 30 minutes, I think we're all going to be pretty happy there. and I think he can consistently drop 15 points a game playing that many minutes where he's at. D'Angelo needs to continue to hit the way he's been hitting. He does that, they're good. Austin seems to ramp up here the later the season goes. And then now Darvin Ham's job is going to make <laughs> – this is the – really all this LeBron, AD, health. You know, really, guys, it's not really that. I'm more worried about Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham worries me more than anybody on this team. I don't know how he's going to allocate these minutes the correct way when Cam Reddish and Max Christie come back. I don't know. I don't know. In, in my eyes, you play Cam Reddish more than you do Max Christie, even though Max Christie's a better shooter than him. But you have guys that can shoot now. Rui's been shooting well. Delo's been shooting well. You've seen when when you run a couple plays for Austin, he has a wide open shot and rhythm. Boom, he's making those shots. So I'm praying, and I don't pray a lot when it comes to this kind of stuff because I don't believe it works, and it doesn't, by the way. Um, I just say that as a, a kicker, right? Darvin Ham has to make sure that these guys continue to play. He needs to continue to use what he has right now playing because that team has been a machine on offense. They're dropping 130 games more than you think. They're just dropping 130 in their sleep. If you're not going to play defense – then, or at least not the defense that needs to win, then you better you better make sure you're scoring. But then, then that's not Chris, fair. That's not fair either, though. That's not okay. fair either. That's not fair. Because when this whole little run that they started started, it was started by allowing only 105 points to Boston in Boston and in New York. Each team only scored 105 points, and they scored uh, 114 and, uh, and 113. And then they beat Charlotte. They beat Charlotte. You know, they scored 124 points there. The game that they lost against Denver, they lost because they, they didn't score. They were they only scored 106 points that game. Then they came back the next three games, 139, 125, 138. And that's you look at all their wins, they're they're scoring usually a lot, unless their defense can can stop the other team, which again, that's like saying, well, 
you score more points at the end of the game, you win. It's it's common sense at that point. You know, they're 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 back and forth on what happens. That's that's kind of the the staggerness of this of the season. But Darvin Ham needs to not. If Darvin Ham starts playing guys like Max Christie and Cam Reddish without legitimate reasons, why? What is legitimate reasons? Well, if you're struggling on offense, I'm sorry, struggling on defense, and Cam Reddish gives you a better defensive output, then that makes sense. But other than that, whatever they're doing right now, they need to continue to do. But if LeBron is out, but if LeBron is out, Joe, do what you did, do what you did in Utah. In Utah. Yeah, exactly what you did in Utah. Rui's not going to drop 38 every game. We get that, but act as if he is going to do it. Give him the same opportunities you did in the Utah game and let him score 22 points. Play him 35 minutes. Everybody's got to pick up their weight. The more these guys pick up the weight, the better this thing gets in the end. LeBron will be rested. LeBron can make a run without getting burnt out in the Western Conference Finals. He needs help. He needs help. And that this is this this is the way to help him. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Soro, aka Ox1947 from LakersBall.com. Don't forget the shows that he's doing every now and then. Lakers nightcap with Joe Soro and a couple morning Joe. It's me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. If you haven't yet liked and subscribed, please do so to get the latest notifications. And when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers fast break, search and destroy, Kurt Affair, truly appreciate Intel Wild, Tyrone, Mike, Urban, great to have you here as a new subscriber. Everybody that's been a part of today's conversation, truly appreciate it. JSJ, Dante, everybody out there cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your day to chat with us on a Sunday night. So before we head on out, my friend, again, when it comes right down to it, the Lakers don't want to get too heavy into it. I'm sure that we'll do that on Wednesday as we get closer and closer to the ramp up to the rest of the season, Joe. It is 26 games left. You have called a 20 and six. That has to be from what you see needs to be done in order for the Lakers to get a, I should say, what a decent spot five, six, seven spot in the Western Conference. I think that's, you know, as far as being doable, I think that's asking a lot. But then again, 18 and eight last time around, nobody thought they were going to do that either. It's asking a lot. This is more based off of what you need, what you likely need to get that seed. It's not, it's not about whether I think they can do it or not. I don't know if they can do it. Big shout out Xbox and sports baby. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it could be done. I can't weigh yet last year's run this year. This is a completely different year. But that's what they need. They need, If they don't want to deal with the play-in and play an extra game, they have to win 20 of the next 26 games, very likely to get the fifth or sixth seed. Because I don't see, I don't see the other teams not playing well either. They're all going to be motivated to play as well. And you had mentioned Dallas with this – Gafford and them, you know, Luca is arguably the best all-around player in the NBA right now. And if he gets on a hot streak, especially in the play-in, you guys are toast. We're toast. The the Lakers might have it. They might be looking down at not making the playoffs. So let me ask you this. When it comes to not the top four, we're going to set them aside. 
the Timberwolves, Thunder, Clippers, and the Nuggets. We're going to set them aside. But the teams that we can realistically catch up to or might be playing in a play-in scenario, the Suns, the Pelicans, Mavericks, Kings, and the Warriors. Because I think right now you Jazz probably not going to stay there because they're four back in the loss conference. Probably going to consider them out at this point. Which of those teams scares you or I don't say scare you, but kind of, you know, gives you a little bit of thought the most, my friend. Dallas and Phoenix are the ones that I'm looking at right now in the standings because mm-hmm. they have transcendent players. Uh, I know Durant is up in the up in the years, but they also have Booker who's in his prime. And if Bradley Beal plays, they're a problem. There's a matchup problem there with Phoenix. And then Dallas with Luka. And the occasional Dallas turning into the 2017 Warriors when it comes to shooting. Those are the two teams that bother me. Pelicans, not too worried about them. Kings, eh. Warriors, even when the Lakers were trash, they still always, for some weird reason, played Golden State well, and I don't see them ever not playing well against them. Utah, Houston, I think they're starting to kind of drop down where they belong. Uh, Memphis is obviously not going to make the playoffs. Portland is done, and then San Antonio is finished as well. So that's those are the teams that I'm – looking at as far as a, a problem who's going to drop off from there L- the lakers are four losses below the suns and the pelicans and right now they secure the five and six seed at, at the moment making up four games in 26 games against teams like that is very difficult it's especially difficult. especially since i mean this is not this is it's a hilarious stat. Every play, every team from five to ten ha- has a winning streak. Two win- two game winning streak, three game winning streak, six game winning streak. It's they they've all won their last game or two or three or six. And the most uh, concerning injury among all these top ten teams right now is a broken nose for Bradley Beal, from what I'm seeing. There's no major injuries to any of these key players on any of these teams right now, Joe. That's that's the thing. So you can't expect, as of now, any easy wins or just easy time hopping over a team in the Western. And Conference. this thing can change on a dime. It can. Ka- Kawhi could get injured and to completely derail the Clippers. Jamal Murray could get injured, derail Denver. Minnesota, I'd say, has a pretty healthy team, and they're all young. Oklahoma City, Thunder, pretty young. I, I think they're fine. Zion could get hurt for New Orleans. Bradley Beal obviously is an injury issue with Phoenix. LeBron and AD. LeBron and AD. I'd say LeBron more than AD. I think AD, I think AD has a pretty good handle on what's going on right now with his body. I'm going to knock on the win here. I don't believe in that garbage either. Uh, and that's that's just – I don't. again, I'm not going to sit here and worry about that crap. I don't have time. I don't. I don't have time to worry about it that way. If they if they don't make it that way, then so be it. It is what it is. But the Lakers, this thing can turn around quick just off a couple things. So you you want to? If I'm the Lakers, I'm I'm looking at trying to preserve LeBron the remaining 26 games, which I understand, and the team has been playing really well without him on there, or playing, I should say. So maybe the momentum of that will carry on on Thursday. He doesn't play. And then if he's not playing Thursday, I would sit him Friday 
and have you should be able to beat the Spurs without LeBron. And then at that point, you give yourself, you give LeBron an extra three days to rest. And then now you take on Phoenix and the Clippers on the road, or I should say Clipper home game after that, before you're at home permanently for about two and a half weeks. I think it's a good strategy at this point. I just wish, I, I just wish the Lakers were at 35 wins instead of 30. Because if Agreed. they were, they'd be the fifth seed right now. And you, but could, how many games have we uh, thrown? In our I'd say opinion? five games for sure. Five games that they've they they just butchered that they should have had. But it's really probably ten. However, you could say that about any team. But five for sure. And if you're at five, you're the fifth seed right now. If you have, if you were if you had taken care of business, normal business. You would be a fifth seed uh, with uh, with only 19 losses, which would be tied with Denver in lo- in the loss column. Yeah, it changes, man. That five games changes everything. Yeah, it really does. It it it, it, it it's it's the home court that that I think is important, especially because history says not having home court at all in a in a playoff run is extremely difficult to win it all we're signaling the ref for a quick timeout but we'll be back with more of the lakers fast break podcast with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. A couple things before we leave. Frank has noted that he is more concerned for his Mavericks and maybe our Lakers as well, that the biggest concern, even more than Nuggets, is the Los Angeles Clippers. Your thoughts, the Clippers, uh, they're statistically right now looking like they're the favorites to win based on schedule and other parameters to win the Western conference, whether they do or not is we'll have to wait and see, but the Clippers going in healthy. Is that a problem that all the other teams in the Western conference should be concerned with as well? 
I never really worry about the Clippers because the Clippers seem to always clip when it matters. Clip's going to clip. Whether it's Paul George coming up lame, whether it's James Harden. James Harden is the Clipper version of a player. He always comes up lame when it really matters. And then you have Kawhi, who you don't know will play or turn into shattered class. I don't worry about the Clippers. I really don't. If I... If, if the Laker fandom wasn't so obsessed with the Clippers, I would never think about the Clippers. I just wouldn't. Last thing before we leave, my friend, your final thoughts on All-Star Weekend. Again, a weekend I was very unimpressed by, just absolutely did not want to put interest into it because it just didn't seem like the All-Stars didn't want to put their interest into us. But that being said... I've heard some calls for just getting rid of the all-star weekend entirely and just having a week off or something like that. This is financially too viable for these cities. That's just social media stuff that's out there. man. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there, man. I didn't say it myself. I wouldn't get rid of it. That's why I'm not on Twitter, folks. Twitter is worse than even the, the tabloid. TV trash. It is. I I just want to hear your thoughts on it. It is alligator shit. Is what Twitter is and social media. Listen, so let me ask. So let me. We just saw something during this weekend that was really cool, actually. Okay, Ionescu hit twenty six points from NBA three. Mm-hmm. She hit her first five shots, and you got to have stuff like that. That's fun. That's what it's for. It's an exhibition. It's to, to promote the game, folks. All stars are supposed to promote. I don't want to hear about your whining and your crying and your ass hurts. You're making $80 million a year, yet these guys whine more and more. You're supposed to represent your league and promote it. You're promoters, too. That's what they pay you to do. So give me a break. You know, like... And of course they're not going to get rid of it. WNBA player to actually... Do their job. And unfortunately, that that whole sequence lasted, what, a minute? They should have put her in the three-point contest. I don't know why they just had her and Steph. I thought she was going to be in the three-point contest. That was that. Why didn't they put her in the three-point contest? That would have been a good move. It was like, dude, she scored. Tw- dude, everybody scored 26 points almost. In the three-point contest. Well, the winner, I think, was 29, if I'm the, not mistaken. True, but, but like, you know, Trey Young and... Uh, but she would have scored high. She look, would man, have competed. She was... She... I don't understand. I heard Kenny Smith said that she should have been hitting shots from WNBA uh, area. Why? She she hit 26 from NBA. That's that's a, just a bad... That's, that's not going to help. Look, anymore. Kenny Smith and I... Kenny Smith... <laughs> I think I might have said this before. Kenny Smith is the dork in your school that tries to be cool. He's, that's, he's made a career out of it. Doesn't know what the hell he's talking about 90% of the time. And if even if he does know what he's talking about, he doesn't even know how to explain it right. That's that's Kenny Smith. I think the frustration boils over from what they see in the game and how bad it is. And that's why it it just reflects on the entire weekend. But you're right. There is some positives that you could have taken out of the weekend. You know, we now have G-leaguers winning back-to-back slam dunk titles. We now have 
again, like you said, uh, you know, Sabrina, you know, she did a great job. She, she did not do herself wrong in any way whatsoever. She did an outstanding job facing off against Curry. And then of course the three point contest and all that, but these, these, this all-star weekend is too financially viable. It's not going away any time soon. No, it's not going away at all. This is supposed to be a promotion of your league. This is supposed to be fun and exhibition. That's what it's for. We're not, it's just not supposed to mean Just imagine something. when Caitlin Clark comes into the, can again. you just, can you just stop doing things for freaking money all the time or some reason? Do we have to have a reason for everything? Do we? Do you ever call your friend and just talk about nothing? Do that. You'll see. You'll live a better life. You have to call people to need something all the time. Do you have to do something to always have some kind of meaning? Like just like I don't under. You, this is this is the problem. Is this is why this stuff infects your brain? It's garbage. Pay attention to the basics. When you pay attention to the basics, this is what you do. You have someone. Unique coming to do a job to pro. She promoted the NBA better than anybody else. How does that work? How does that work? Instead, you watch 211 points. Really? Really? Carl Anthony Towns scored 50 points in 28 minutes. Most of it in that fourth quarter. Come on. This is stupid now. That's stupid. And that's the player's fault. You want to have fun? Look, it's basketball. You're not playing football. Play a little bit. Just play. Just show something a little bit so that you're excited. You can still do your dunks. You can still do all this. But don't. we have to have some, well, we should scrap this and have everybody have a day off. Next thing you know, no all-star game. Then no tournament. Then we only have 50 games. Then, then might as well just go into the playoffs. No regular season anymore because it hurts people. Bunch of freaking pussies everywhere. It's like, at what point does your non-testicle existence, where are your balls to just do stuff you're supposed to do without some kind of reason? Seriously. It's, it's getting tiring and I, it needs to be said. It needs to be said on a bullhorn. Enough of this crap, seriously. And and the fact that Kenny Smith, and again, I'm not surprised Kenny Smith says something dumb, whether you want to call it sexist, or I don't really care about that garbage. He's an idiot. He's always been an idiot. Doesn't know what the hell he's saying after. He's a comic relief there. He doesn't even know it. And you got this unique setup, and you promote it for one minute. Why? Because what? They were worried that she was going to score eight points? So what? So what? Put her in the three-point contest. You, you had her in there for a minute. Go, go home. What is it? What is it? It's TNT, right? Yeah. Go hard or go home, whatever the hell the slogan is now. Again, next year they're going to have Caitlin Clark involved, uh, and I think that will be really Put them match. in the three-point contest. Not some gimmicky thing that you knew Steph wasn't going to lose. Really? Could have blindfolded him, you would have won that. I don't want just women. This is this is the three point contest. Put them in with the big boys. Let them let them compete with the big boys. Let them embarrass some of those guys. 
That to me is entertainment. That's promotion. And on that note, <laughs> I don't get triggered. I already, I'm already triggered naturally. <laughs> and on that note, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Gerald Glassford along with Joe Soro. If you have any questions for us, always feel free to put it in the comments below or LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Tomorrow, again, uh, I've got scheduled guests tomorrow in the morning. I've got Alfred Esmond. And in the afternoon, I've got Mike Angolano. Uh, if Joe wants to do a show, that's up to him. Uh, let me know if he wants to go ahead and do something tomorrow night. Uh, also, Stone Hansen said he wants to do something, I believe, on Tuesday. And then we'll see what we got riding for us on Wednesday as well. So a lot of stuff planned for you this week as we head into the last part of the season. But any last thoughts, my friend, before we head on out? Yes, uh, Thursday couldn't come fast enough. I agree with you 100% on that one. Because it's we're going to try to fill up the space in between, that's for sure. That's the only think, we can do. Yeah, that's easy. I'm not worried about that. There's always enough material to talk about. But I'm ready for this next 26 games i want to see what this team's made of and i want to i want to get into the playoffs and hope that we're all wrong i'm really hoping we're all wrong we'll talk more on tuesday with stone i'm actually curious yeah he was not feeling well this past week i'm glad he's feeling better but he has got a lot to say about all lebron stuff thank you thank you dante this was not a rant this was uh this is a a public public service announcement it's getting to the point where I don't, I don't, it doesn't make, when something doesn't make sense, it, 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 it needs to be put out the light. How are you paying? These guys are making more money than anyone has ever made in the history of the NBA. You have medical staffs that are state of the art. You have nutritionists that, stay, that are state of the art that are a, a, a button away to get. You have first class flights wherever the hell you want. Every accommodation, every kiss-ass piece of garbage that'll kiss your butt for whatever. You have everything you could ever want, and yet you're still complaining about this or that. And it's not them sometimes. It's the idiots that are watching or complaining or whatever bot that's out there, whatever Russian, Chinese, Norwegian computer. I don't care what the hell it is. They're out there to just make you feel like you got to talk about some BS. It's all a scam. This is not a conspiracy theory. Look at every response, the first response of every topic online. It's always some a-hole trying to instigate something. Somebody's playing with you guys. Stop buying into it. Stop being the moth to the flame. Everything on social media is supposed to get you angry. Here's another one for you. Jay Williams, ESPN, uh, former, what, uh, number two pick or whatnot? He, you know, blew out his knee or something. He had a I really bad accident. I know he yeah. is. He uh, said over the weekend that uh, Caitlin Clark is not great unless she wins a championship. So any player. In Iowa? Yeah, at Iowa. She said he is not. she is not great unless she wins a championship. So any player, in his estimation, is not great unless they win a so championship. So Larry Bird is not great? Losing to Magic in the 79 finals. Charles Barkley is not great. Pete Maravich. Charles Barkley makes sense. Charles Barkley was lazy. So it was he really his, about winning? His, his high end, I will argue with you on that. Plus, he played at Auburn. 
Who the hell wins an an Auburn and Iowa? P. Maravich at LSU. LSU again. If you watch college basketball, it's very difficult to win if you're not a power five team. And then in in the last forty years, fifty years, that has changed, right? So UConn replaced Indiana. Uh, every every now and then, you had Villanova, right? They came in, they became a power five versus, let's say, I don't know who was really good back. Uh, North Carolina still stayed good. Duke still stayed good. Uh, UCLA. So Villanova replaced UCLA. Whatever. Like this, it, college basketball is is it's you're not gonna get some middle tier team that wins a championship. It's extremely rare. Kansas, Duke, North Carolina used to be UCLA. Used to be Indiana. Replaced by UConn. Replaced by Villanova. These are the teams that usually win. Once in a while, you'll get a Michigan State, but they're a you know they're 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 a top tier team, Maryland. So it's it's Georgetown was perennial for in the eighties and a little bit of the nineties. Alonzo didn't win a title. Dikemi didn't win a title. Patrick Ewing should have had three. The, oh, Akeem is another one with Houston. Fly Slam and Gemma could not win a championship. So I don't I don't know. I, I'd have to watch. I don't get the context. Why would he say it like that? He just flat out say she needs to win a championship because she's that great. She should be able to lead them. That's his comments. Just that he, he this does. Is, this is women's basketball, too. I, I mean, it's different. Mm-hmm. UConn, right? They're, they were the perennials. Stanford. Every year. Right? LSU won it last year, which was not norm, not the norm, right? They don't win three in a row, four in a row, whatever, like UConn would. I just, I don't, I, I don't know what the point of that discussion is. Does he watch women's basketball? Not does very he know what I, what I was. Pro, does anybody know what Iowa? Okay, let me ask you this: Does anyone know that Iowa women's Iowa basketball exists without Caitlin Clark? Did anybody know what the hell is? A, a sycamore was in 1979 when Bird was there. Did they even know that it was in Terre Haute, Indiana State? I'll tell you right now, if you ask my dad that in 1979, no. He knew after. So what exactly are you looking for? And that's, that's this is a professional analyst, right? Yes. I know it's an opinion, but seriously? What is the purpose of that? And I, again, I don't want to hear sexist stuff. Like, this has nothing to do with that. This is just plain ass at analysis. There's a, that, that's the word. Analysis, ass is the word that I think of when I, when I, when I explain that. Like, what, what is that? I don't understand the difference. This lady is hitting logo threes. I can't even hit an NBA three sometimes. I have to, I struggle. She's hitting logo threes. You have any idea how strong that that lady is? Ionescu hitting, she was hitting threes like like any any NBA player. Was just flicking her off her, it was just flicking off her her wrist. Nothing. It was like, is that going to just go and get this boom, boom, boom? I think if she hadn't gotten tired, 
towards the end, she probably would have dropped 30. You could tell she kind of got tired. It's that extra foot, whatever that is. It, it, and then, of course, she's nervous. Imagine if she wasn't nervous. Good point. Because you know, you know, you, 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 look, I'm a, I'm a chauvinist sometimes by by choice, just because I'm I'm a jerk like that. But when it comes to talent, you got to call it what it is. I saw three guys drop 26 from the same spot. She dropped 26. She should have been in that three point contest. Not not just playing against Steph Curry. Dante, don't forget Cheryl Miller and how dominant she was as well. See, I didn't see Cheryl play. I don't I, I don't know how good she was. She was great. She was real good. For the period of of that time, she was she was really good. In my opinion. She was great. Uh, you know, touching on that. I think she was well her and, great. her and Reggie used to in the streets of Riverside, they used to hustle. They so I've heard, yep. and then they go by McDonald's. That's what Reggie. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, why do they keep putting wrestling belts on these people? <laughs> it's like, I, I, you know, maybe because I was a wrestling fan back in the day. When I see, I, I'm telling you, it's the WWE. They want to do it to market, man. Well, when I see the WCW, the, the the prettiest, the prettiest belt, the prettiest belt is the WWF championship belt that the warrior used to wear he'd wear the light blue the white i always thought that was the coolest belt and this is a guy that likes black too but when the ultimate warrior would switch the the colors i was like man that's a genius it looks so good uh but the the nwa or wcw heavyweight championship belt i almost feel like that's an insult to those who actually carry that legitimately I don't know if I'd ever want to do that. But anyways, I, I don't. Uh, Caitlin Clark has an opportunity to enhance. And of course, uh, INSQ has a chance now to possibly get some good publicity towards the WNBA. The WNBA will be taken more seriously when they can stand on their own two feet. At the moment right now, they can't. They need to be subsidized by the NBA. Hopefully, somebody like Caitlin Clark can change that. We'll see. And we all talk about this thing with... It's unfortunate, you know, that Kobe had... You know, besides the the personal standpoint, Kobe Bryant and, and Gianna were about to... It would have been probably a year from now if I had... It would have depended on how long... Gianna would have uh, stayed at UConn, but that would have changed the WNBA. That would have been a, a Tiger Woods like uh, impact right around the Caitlin Clark coming in, too. Like it would have, <sighs> man, we missed out on that one, man. That, that's a bummer. But is the Lakers fast break? It is Joe Sorrow along with me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much again for watching and listening. Truly appreciate it. Search and Destroy, great job today moderating the chat. Kurt Affair, Dante, Eric, always great to have you here. Tyrone, Mike, yeah, just absolutely fantastic crowd once again. The best Lakers chat room that's out there, Lakers fast break, Sports Baby. Uh, just cannot thank you enough. Xbox, of course, just two, so many great people out there. 
And if you've not yet liked and subscribed, please do so to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. Frank, of course, as well with the latest Sacred Fast Break podcast. So, Joe, great conversation tonight. I think we carried it home pretty good. And uh, it's pretty good, Kurt. Yes, we're almost at 31 million. Almost there. Oh, Mr. Beast, watch out, Mr. Beast. How much does he have? Oh, shoot. I'll look it up right now. Hey, can you tell me what that guy did? I don't know. I've, I've, I've not even wa- sat through one of his videos. What what favors did that guy do to create this? $240 million. How does that? I don't understand. What did he do? Who is he? Entertainer. What does he do? Uh, it's gags. Uh, pranks. Gags? pranks uh, let me see That's, let me, let me gag go. right now would that, would that help wow gags what does he do jump off a roof into a pool of piss and everybody laughs well that went quiet real quick face your biggest fear to win eight hundred thousand dollars one dollar versus two hundred fifty thousand dollar or two hundred fifty million dollar private island Protect $500,000 and keep it. I spent seven days in solitary confinement. Those are just the latest videos that he's uh, done. Yes. So he's like a pseudo magician? What was that guy that used to confine himself in glass? seven days buried alive. I built 100 wells in Africa. I survived 100 days trapped. Survived 100 days trapped and win $500,000. He rescued a hundred abandoned dogs. These are all videos just like, okay, this, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You throw a whole bunch of zeros. I think that's what we got to do. million people. Yeah. We got to throw this. a whole bunch of zeros. There's 340 million people in this country. You're telling me 240 million people are watching this clown. Evidently. I'm not that's one of them, us, but man. evidently. Yeah. The, I, I think that's watching. a great statement on society in 2024. Yeah, not only that, I'm, I keep getting these clips of these, jackholes slapping each other in a competition oh the power slap Dana and then they White. had they had arnold there what the hell is wrong with arnold that's it kurt david blaine david blaine so and so being in a glass box for 18 days that's some kind of talent how low has our entertainment value these are the same people that are like ah the hell with the nba the hell with the nfl i'm done with them but i'm gonna go watch some jackass starve himself to death and hey this is true entertainment oh i'm not gonna go to the theater anymore because the popcorn is too expensive but i'm gonna sit here and watch some guy eat scorpions and put my hand down my pocket while he does it is that what it is is that is this how bad it is Evidently, this is why I work alone. <laughs> That's do you have any so idea man. what true freedom is, folks? When you work alone, now I'm not completely alone, but when I get up in the morning, I'll depending on my times, I'll go to do my spin class or go to the gym, whatever, or do both. Then, after I get home, shower, eat breakfast, then I leave. There's like no one around because my kids and my family are all in school and do whatever. And then I'm driving to the to the place by myself. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to talk to anybody half the time. Most of it is on text or email. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, it's either that or I have to go hang out with people who are bungee jumping from some building and crashing into some glass house. Hey, hey, look at that. This is this is what we were talking about just 30 years ago. Hey, we're going to have flying cars now. We've We've gone from 30 years ago, we're making movies about flying cars, to... People slapping themselves for prizes. And that's where we go in 2024. Yep. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Gerald Glassford along with Joe Soro. <laughs> the commenter on society himself. If you have any questions or thoughts, please leave it below in the comments or LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. I'm sure somebody will have Did it. you leave Xbox and then realize we hadn't left? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, well, Xbox. Like, we want to thank you all for being here tonight. Xbox, you can leave. We're, we're about to check out. He leaves and then he... <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you were finished. He had some last thoughts before we head on out. Well, what's your thought? <laughs> no, you. You did oh, on hey, the All-Star look, Weekend. Look, sometimes, just like when you're playing a basketball game, sometimes you got to let the game come to you. The game came to us, and we we, we, we said what we said. <laughs> well, Gerald always sounds like he's about to sign off. Like, 20 minutes in, he's always like, and well, for I, right now, before we leave, and then all of a sudden, we're any here last, for hour. okay, it's any last thoughts before we head on out, Xbox? And he'll either give me a no, or he'll give me another half hour to forty-five minutes. It depends on the dialogue. The dialogue will carry you. That's what it is. But seriously, I mean, come on, guys, you can't tell me I'm just ranting right now. These are problems. These are distractions that need to go away. People need to have a better level of brain here so what would we do if we actually got with by if we passed up mr beast on subscribers i want to know how we do that is 240 million people are not going to want to listen to me sure. but maybe if i shaved my ass on camera maybe they'll watch that right evidently that's what people want right Maybe if I wore like a a rabbit suit during Easter and jumped into a, a lake full of crocodiles, maybe that would maybe that would help, right? What did what did Jamie say yesterday that had me laughing in regards to his conversation? Thank you, Jamie, for doing Lakers weekend on Saturday. I know it got off to a rough start, but he actually was a good conversation he had with Neil. He said, I think uh, it's going to come down to on the slam dunk, somebody doing a jump over a pool of piranhas, I think, or something like that. I think he went, uh, you know, it's like, how extreme can it get as regards to... Well, the best dunk of the night, and I say best dunk loosely, was, wasn't it... (laughs) It's was scored lower than... Jalen Brown's some guy sitting on a seat jump over dunk. What was that all about? Again, I I don't watch it anymore, so it's just boring as hell to me. Seeing them miss and seeing them miss and seeing them miss to before they finally hit one. So. What other what other things can they do but jump over people? Can they get rid of that? 
jump dunk, over cars. Dunk should, be, dunk should be just one-on-one, isn't it? Shouldn't it be one-on-one instead of all this gimmicky stuff? Just trying to be creative, I guess. Is it? Not to me, because I'm doing something else. So evidently, no. Dante said, someone came at him for body shaming. I said, Kelsey going home to Swift, that's flat like a pancake is crazy. They said her Swift is flat? I said, okay. Okay. You guys just continue to show even more now. Yeah. There's nothing funnier than dudes saying that certain women are flat. Yeah, repeat. I'm uh, to repeat. I'm just reading what uh, Dante said. I do not agree with. I'm I'm sitting there and I'm going, dudes who talk like that are the first ones that would go after a tree. Okay, first of all, Taylor Swift is a very good looking woman, and she does not have. She's got a very nice body, and here's another one. All you who complain about Patrick which Mahomes, I agree to all all of you who, who who say that Patrick Mahomes wife isn't pretty you'd be first in line you'd be first in line don't 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 be a don't be a hypocrite okay give me a break crack me up with these BS artists out there just want to say just to crap on somebody you want to crap on somebody because they're doing something stupid that's fine but don't talk out of your ass either. We heard this stuff with Giselle Bunchen. Giselle. Oh, well, she's not that good looking. I'm like, what? Oh, she needs to eat a steak. And I'm like, yeah, oh, uh-huh, okay. She needs to eat a steak. Yeah, sure. I'm sure, I'm sure if you had met her and she wanted to get down, you'd be talking about steak. I forgot that one Xbox. That, that was a good one. Yeah, that one has to go on a t-shirt. Your Valentine's Day comment. Which one? I don't want to repeat it on uh, as far as for audio audience. I'll just put it up there on the screen. Hold on. What? I, don't rem- I don't remember half the stuff you say I say. I didn't say you said it. Xbox says you said okay. it. Okay, I got you. Hold on. I forgot. I don't know where it is. Look, I'm, I'm, highlighting, it. I'm highlighting it for you. Oh, there we go. Okay. Go back. Highlight it again. Okay. Hold on. There you go. Uh, I didn't say it like that, did I? Go back to Valentine's Day again. Do you want to? It said something about rare, didn't I? Not spread. Okay, this is not exactly going in the right places. We're going to already get... Uh... I know I'm holding back on what I wanted to say. Yeah, I exactly. I think wrong. we should just go ahead and just end it now. Tomorrow okay. I have a conversation with Albert Esman and also as well Mike Anguilano. We'll talk about... The Eastern Conference and uh, what's going on over there and uh, to see if anybody, in their opinion, can beat Boston in the Eastern Conference to face off against whoever it is in the Western Conference. That's becoming we'll a problem now. It's becoming a problem now. Now it's now I'm starting to worry. Philly's done. Milwaukee's a dumpster fire right now. Who the hell's going to beat them? Cleveland? This is a problem right now. We're going to need – we are screwed if Denver doesn't get to the finals – yeah, 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time for Alfred Esmond, and I'm tentatively saying uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time for Mike. But if you don't, you know, can't catch you sleeping in, going to work, what have you, you can always catch it right here on YouTube or Facebook. That's that's pretty messed up, Bloodhound. Even even for that topic. 
that one hurts. <laughs> no worries. This show has been in the gutter many times before Xbox. Don't worry. It's gone down that far before. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Soro with me, Joe Glassford. Thanks again for watching and listening. I will be back tomorrow with Alfred Edsman and Mike Angolano. Hopefully some great conversation on the way even more tomorrow as we go ahead and make sure that your schedule is filled up before the games begin right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.